0: Okay, because he says I say hi They might have made that song. But look, then
1: part of the lyrics that says, Mr. Hanky, hush, I'll get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> it's a part of the lyrics.
0: Yeah, so oh damn man. That's, <laughs> that's not a Trey Parker. They make fucking songs just easily. They're really good at that. It's supposedly on
1: Spotify. <laughs> Bullshit. Hold on. <laughs> I don't believe that for it a Hinky
0: Get me in trouble. <laughs>
1: I like how that's on the in the lyric. <laughs> oh my God. No way.
2: I'm on day and I'll say, how Mr.
0: Kyle, what are you doing in there? Open that door. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> It's the key change. Fucking <laughs> like key change comes out of nowhere. <laughs> such a savage key change. <laughs> i already been singing for 20 seconds, like, shut up. key change. <laughs> I'd be so mad if some shit was just like screaming in my restroom. <laughs> like, what the fuck, fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
1: man. That was a nice ending to Christmas Smackdown.
2: Happy holidays and Merry Christmas, everyone. Welcome to the Christmas Movie Countdown here at Allentown Presents. I'm your host, Katie, and I am joined by Otis. Yaloo. And Greg. Hello. And we have been reviewing a Christmas movie every night from December 1st to today. So sit back and enjoy episode 25, Violent Night.
0: Yeah. Wait, golly. So we have finally, finally made it to the end. Otis, Otis. is so
2: happy to be done watching <laughs> Christmas movies that <laughs> I keep forcing him into.
0: Well, honestly, this, this selection's been pretty good. Maybe. It's, it's not all the, you know... <laughs> Broke up with my boyfriend. I went to another place and I found someone
2: else. I mean, Emma and I watched a lot of those. Yeah, and
0: I wasn't there. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's
2: yeah, I just made sure to keep you out of those. But there was a lot of regular good movies this year.
0: Yeah. But this year, it seems like we chose a pretty good amount of Christmas films where we get to see a different type of Santa Claus. So with Fat Man and In Violent Night, we see Santa Claus at his most vicious and fighty. So it's really fun. So for the uninitiated, Violent Night just came out. I want to say it premiered at New York Comic-Con October 7th. So people have known this movie for two months. Yeah. And it dropped in theaters and streaming a little bit later, December 2nd. And So this stars David Harbour. So, hey, it's Hop from Stranger Things. And he was Hellboy. Hmm. That was a movie. Uh Uh-huh. He's Santa Claus in this movie, and he is fighting mercenaries who have taken a wealthy family hostage in their gigantic home. And so he's sneaking around, taking out people one by one. That sounds a lot like Die Hard. Yes, it does. (laughs) But this movie takes tons of nods toward a lot of movies like Die Hard, Mm -hmm. Home Alone, 100%. -hmm. And there's one more movie. There's little nods. I just couldn't remember off the top of my head. So this movie was written by Pat Casey and Josh Miller. Those names might not mean anything, but they wrote the Sonic the Hedgehog film. Ooh! So they they know all about just craziness and doing stuff like that. This is a very f- fun film. It has tons of famous people. And we see Santa Claus fighting his way, sneaking around, talking to someone on a microphone. He sounds like, die hard. And there's probably some reason that a security guard in this movie, his name is Al. And he's a black man, just like Endaher. But uh, this this is a crazy film. It's very violent and it's it's really actiony. So, Katie, what did you think about Violent Night?
2: I loved this movie. It was the perfect amount of just gratuitous action violence that I love in a movie, mixed in with the heartfelt like spirit of Christmas thing that you know all of my favorite Christmas movies have. So this is definitely one of those films that I'm going to watch like every year now because it was
1: just a solid movie. What about you, Greg? Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, it had the gratuitous violence that I was hoping for from Fat Man. Although Fat Man was fairly decent. I just wanted more. I, I left it wanting more from it. And Violent Night is everything you want as far as the gratuitous violence. Absolutely.
2: You could definitely tell the difference. Like Mel Gibson's age was definitely showing in Fat Man, like in the amount of action that he ended up doing. Like it was good, but you could tell, like, he's older. But Hop, what's his actual name? David Harbor. David Harbor, he's like in his mid 40s. He was like, no holds barred. I'm going all out with this fucking sledgehammer and
1: all. <laughs> like, let's do it. Yeah, Fat Man was more of a gradual build, whereas Vaughn Knight kept it coming. Besides, yeah. besides a very a, like a brief period or a down period but it, it absolutely paid off when it brought the violence back after it got you excited, calmed down and then came back tenfold yeah
0: this is a really fun movie and I, I love when genres get mixed and we, we see different things come together I didn't think I would love a Die Hard mixed with Home Alone with a Santa Claus that can actually defend himself. I didn't think that would be that funny and cool to me. This movie's crazy graphic too, which is fine with me. I watch tons of horror movies all the time, so it's nothing new. This was a fun one. I can't wait till this comes out on Blu-ray. Hopefully there's commentary. I'd love to hear and learn more about this movie. This This was a very fun ride. I had a really good time with it so we'll get through this story and then we'll uh, talk about our favorite least favorite characters and all that stuff so we get a cool little opening and it's funny because the movie starts in the UK and Santa Claus is already drinking and he took a break from dropping off presents and then just like in Fat Man he's very what's the word disillusioned by children these days and they just want more and more and more and then you know, one present's not enough, and and, and it's funny. He kind of sneers at like Amazon packages, and then kids are asking just for money and stuff. So it's very much a Santa Claus has been doing this a little too long. Well, not a little too long. It's doing it for a long time, and just everything's different. It's not like back in the day, and it's funny. I've seen a couple of movies where bad guys or like I don't know magical presences say that it it was so much easier to trick people or just do things back in the day because now everyone questions everything and then they're like oh that's not real so back in the day he's like oh an angel they're like yeah i'm an angel whatever i'm eating. so with this he's slamming beers back and another santa claus you know he tells him but you know when we see the kid's face when they get the present that's the best part right besides the money he's like yeah it's nice and then that smile goes away after a couple seconds and then they're just looking for the next little hit <laughs> so like i said the santa claus very disillusioned about life and super drunk and as he flies away in his sled the bartender discovers that santa claus is real
2: because he goes to the roof and he's not supposed to have roof access because yeah. he's just drunk as shit and she's like fuck if he falls off the roof i'm screwed like <laughs> i feel that woman like I this drunk motherfucker just went to the roof i'm gonna lose my job because <laughs> this dude fell off the roof
0: yeah And then he gets up there, and then as he's flying away, he just throws up off the side, and it hits the lady in the face. And then she's still awed by the fact that Santa Claus is real. That's Yeah, that would probably stop me. I'd be mad because they could throw up on me, but I'd be like, holy shit, Santa Claus is real. (laughs) So we meet up with the Lightstone, well, the side Lightstone family in Greenwich, Connecticut. So we meet up with Jason, his very upset wife, Linda, and their seven-year-old daughter, Trudy or Gertrude, but Trudy, as they're visiting Jason's mother, Gertrude's mansion to celebrate Christmas. And so he is very much not a the biggest fan of his mom because she's very controlling. And uh, I guess he does work under her. They didn't really say what he does in the business, but he probably does something, but she's probably keeping her eye on him, and making sure he doesn't screw up or he doesn't do anything silly. So I mean, that has looked like it's, put some type of a wedge between jason and linda's relationship and so it's getting kind of close to the point where they're not going to be married anymore and so
2: currently separated
0: yeah and he tells her like hey just get through this one and then we can work on us and she's like you say that all the time he's like well this this is gonna be a little different (laughs) so they head to gertrude his mom's mansion and his sister alva is there with her new boyfriend that, a guy that wants to be an action star, Morgan Steele. That's very much not a real name. <laughs> and Alva's influencer son, Bertrude. Yes, his name is Bertrude, but they call him Bert. So uh, just another thing that they the kids do to gain favor with their mom, they named their kids after. But Jason was lucky to have a daughter. <laughs> Alva, she didn't, but she just named him Bertrude. What a, what a horrible name. <laughs> So after talking to Trudy about presents, apparently they wait till Christmas Eve to talk about what they want or just.
2: They were going through a lot because of the separation. So they kind of just forgot. I think. I don't think normally it would have been like this, but because of the strain on their relationship, it like never crossed their mind to ask their daughter what she wanted for Christmas.
0: It's really weird
2: because they're rich as fuck. So I don't know. They get her anything, I guess.
0: So. Jason gets his daughter, Trudy, a old walkie-talkie. So one of his walkie-talkies and sets it up and tells her that she can talk to Santa Claus with it. And so I guess this is their way of finding out what she wants because she's like, Hey Santa, I just want one wish. And they're like, Oh, sweet, sweet. I hope it's a Nintendo switch. And she's like, I want my family together again. They're like, (laughs) Ooh. So as Santa Claus lands at the Lightstone mansion, he pops in and he gets himself some cookies. Apparently, he loves cookies that are actually homemade. Mm-hmm. And he's eating the cookies. He's like, Oh, fuck yeah. He's like, These are good. And he's fucking loaded. And I don't know what milk is his favorite, but it's not skim milk. Pissed him off. And then earlier, he was, he drank some milk and ate a cookie and spit it all out onto the floor. So yeah. he's like, I don't even care. So this Santa's bad. Like, <laughs> I wake up in the morning, I have presents one thrown at the wall and it's just like spit on the floor what the fuck happened (laughs) but he is eating his cookies and he poured himself out some liquor and he's sitting in this fancy massage chair and he's gonna just chill there for a little bit and so we see that the caterers that were in the mansion setting up christmas turn out to be mercenaries with christmas themed code names So we have Krampus and Gingerbread and Candy Cane, Sugar Plum, Frosty, Tinsel. Oh, and Scrooge. Scrooge. (laughs) And they quickly take over the whole mansion, like, easily. And they take the whole family and have them hostage and have them in the living room. And then we discover that Mr. Scrooge is John Leguizamo. Leguizamo. He knows That Gertrude has three hundred million dollars in the vault downstairs, and he's like, "I'm getting that money, crazy old lady. That's mine." So (laughs) while this is happening, Santa hears the gunshots go off, and it's funny. He's sitting there in a massage chair and he hears some like shots go off. He's like, "Wait, wait, "Wait, what? Oh shit!" And he starts creeping down the hallway, and he
2: packs his shit up to leave,
0: but he creeps down the hallway and he looks, and he's like, "Oh shit." Oh, shit, this place is getting taken over. And he's creeping back out. He's like, that's not my problem. And, it's my
2: cue to leave. And so
0: Santa Claus is, uh, apparently, is, this is just an ongoing thing. But when you're trying to leave a home and you go through the chimney, you tap your nose. Apparently, that is the legit canon way that Santa Claus leaves.
2: It's from the night before Christmas. Oh, okay. He says, arose such a clatter and I got up and me and my nightcap and whatever the fuck, right? there's a point in there where he sees Santa and then Santa touches his nose and he's gone in the chimney and that's just as far as i know that's where it started okay and yeah. everyone's just like yep that's that's how it happens
0: yeah so for some reason Santa's powers they wax and wane and people online i've read have a pretty good theory will, somewhat of a theory but then later on they do confirm but then there's the question of why did it work before? Because he came down, but then it didn't work for him to get out. So I kind of have some theories, but
2: I can tell you what I think. What? It's completely to do with Christmas
0: spirit. Like
2: all other iterations of Santa, like an elf, the way that the sleigh was being pushed and working is because of the amount of Christmas spirit. And it stopped working when the Christmas spirit went down. He was able to get down there because Trudy's Christmas spirit was still at an all-time high. And then... Her house started getting taken over by mercenaries with guns and like her whole family, whatever Christmas spirit they might have had, was drained at this moment when they're being held hostage by people with guns. So that little bit of spirit that's gone by this hostage situation has fucked him over.
0: You gotta believe. So Santa, he's like, fuck, 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 because he can't leave. And he's like, he looks out the window and it's a pretty far drop and there's like icicles. He's like, shit. So he hides behind the tree and there's a henchman that comes upstairs and make sure everybody's down. You know, it's a good thing to do. Check all the rooms. And he actually gets discovered by the henchman and they fight and Santa's getting his ass beat. And he's actually telling the guy, he's like, I don't just, I just want to leave. Like y'all are doing something. I, I don't want to be involved in this. And he's like, well, you're involved now. And he's like, please stop. <laughs> and they start fighting and Santa's putting up a pretty good fight, but it seems like he's, kind of weak which builds into the whole
2: also kind of (laughs) drunk
0: yeah yeah you're right about that uh belief system so the gunfire from the gun scares away the reindeer on the roof and they fly off and santa like hears them running away and he's like god damn it my ride is gone (laughs) so he actually knocks the bad guy out of the window to his death and santa gets dragged out there with him because they're covered in christmas lights and so the guy gets impaled on the icicle outside And he lands and, you know, just falls. And he's like, ow. (laughs) And he took a slice to his stomach. So he's bleeding pretty good. And he keeps eating Christmas cookies. I don't know if that does anything for him. But, I mean, the cookies were made by people that kind of like him. So maybe it helps. (laughs) So he walks off. And he checks, like, the perimeter. And he sees that the security guard up front, Al. And he knew his name when he walked up. He's gone. And so he's like, shit. And he, as he glances in through the window, he can see the little girl being not happy terrorized by these people with guns and he's like shit you know he can't just leave the kid so he decides he's gonna save trudy and her family from scrooge so after santa stitches himself up and he takes out another henchman and actually gets the guy's radio it's 100% like die hard he comes across trudy's channel so she still has her little walkie-talkie and a headphone and they start talking And he further confirms that he's got to help out because Trudy's on the nice list and she does all these good things. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm here to help. And then he looks at all the henchmen and they're all on the naughty list. And he's like, fuck, you know, of course they are. (laughs) They're bad people. So after the bad guys find Trudy's walkie talkie, Jason tells the bad guys that my daughter just is talking to Santa Claus, you know, she's make believe that she's talking about Santa's not real, you know. And she's like, no, Santa is real. And he said he's coming to kick your butt. And then Jason hits her with the big shoe and saying, Santa's not real, like yells at her. And I was like, oh, and she's so sad. And he's mm-hmm. like, Santa's not real. Parents buy all the presents. And we just say it's from Santa. I'm sorry that you have to learn this now, but there's a gun pointed at all of us right now. So, yeah, I'm kind of sad. So she runs off and hides in the attic. And one of the bad guys goes to find her. And Santa reassures Trudy over the radio, like, no, I'm I'm real. I understand why your parents said that. At a certain age, people stop believing. And, you know, it's a kid's game. Kids believe in Santa. And he actually reveals that his name was Nicomund the Red, and he was a Viking warrior. It was so fucking cool. <laughs> they are doing a sequel to this movie. I would love to see some more flashbacks of back then. I want to know how he got the job. Because he seems to enjoy it, but it seems to be some type of reluctance to it. And he don't even know how things work with it he's like I don't know how this works I just know if I do this this happens so he's been doing this for like
2: over a thousand years
0: and he doesn't even know how the things work so it seems like he probably got like plunged into the job and he know knew nothing so I'd love to see like the
2: Santa Claus where he just like found that card in his pocket and then all of a sudden oh you're Santa fuck it
0: yeah so I'd love to see (laughs) that's
2: probably what happened when he was a Viking he probably killed somebody and like oh you're Santa he killed
0: that Santa that'd be cool So it'd be really cool in the sequel if they show his first Christmas and him struggling to get through it and uh, he can fight some warlord that doesn't believe in happiness or something. If not, you got room for a prequel as well. You're right about that. And plus I need to see Mrs. Claus and there's some people that
2: absolutely I need to see Mrs. Claus David
0: Harbour said he there's one lady he wants to be his wife but I think he just wants to make out with it so. <laughs> but I'm I'll,
2: curious who he wants I have yeah, opinions. I, I'll,
0: I'll bring it up later but uh
2: I have ideas and opinions
0: and so he tells Trudy that he's been married to Mrs. Claus for like over a thousand years and you know it's like hey marriage it's, it's tough you got to work with it so it's really cute so Mr. Scrooge's like I guess he's Like the lead
2: henchman, I guess, kind of. Yeah. Oh, he's in charge.
0: Uh, Krampus. He's forcing the family to present their presents to Gertrude. And Alva, she gives her a framed picture of when she was born. And it was a pretty nice picture, but the mom's an asshole. She's like, oh, cool. I was there. (laughs) I was like, damn. Yeah, I don't
2: need this. I was there. I remember
0: it. (laughs) I was like, damn, that's fucked up and morgan gives her the gift of
2: opportunity yes
0: and so he has these pictures of his new movie that he wants to make starring him
2: it's like a whole presentation folder and at the end (laughs) it's got all the financial requirements
0: yeah asking
2: her to invest probably
0: the millions that it will take to make this movie
2: investors maybe you yeah (laughs) prestige worldwide
0: so she's very much like hmm. And so Jason didn't want his present shown. He wanted to. That was like, hey, no, 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 that that's a later. Actually, he lies and says, "I didn't put a present down." And then Gertrude's like, "No, I see it right here, man."
2: Gertrude's like, a fucking idiot.
0: Yeah, but he's like, "I got you, bud." And Gertrude opens it, reads the card, and her face, and she like looks at Jason like, "Oh my god!" And then folds the card up and puts it in her pocket. And every and all of us like, what what'd the card say? And she's like that's that's a little secret
2: i'm gonna keep that between me and your brother
0: (laughs) and jason's face is like oh shit and
2: her favorite bottle of wine
0: yes and jason was very much i don't want to be here when you read that so
2: i was planning on leaving so we're fucked
0: (laughs) at this point there's a lot more fighting that happens and santa actually gets captured by scrooge as he's trying to leave again he's like i really don't want to be here and it's funny little by little scrooge's henchman they really think this is fucking santa claus because as he's tied up santa starts telling them their real names and presents that they wanted when they were kids and why they didn't get those presents because they were terrible children and he's like how the fuck do you know my real name and he's like motherfucker i'm saying i told you and scrooge is like it's not hard to find out your name like stop freaking out and thinking this is santa claus santa claus isn't real and <laughs> while this is happening Trudy's in the attic and she sees this going down and she actually gives Santa the opening that he needs to escape. So she puts fake snow. I wanted to say if it was like little paper shavings or I didn't know what type of snow it was. I knew it was fake, but I didn't know.
2: Oh, it's probably like paper confetti. Yeah, probably.
0: So she puts it in the vents and it starts snowing in the room. And the henchmen think that Santa is making it snow in the room. And actually Scrooge's face is like, holy shit, this dude made it snow in the room. Mm-hmm. He might be fucking Santa. And then he stops and he like eats a little. He's like, "This fake. Son of a bitch, I told you. He's doing it somehow. So Santa falls over and he's able to tap his nose and he scoots up the chimney. And one of the henchmen, uh, Gingerbread, I believe. Gingerbread's like, he went up the fucking chimney he's like that's santa claus and he's like no he's got some pulley system or something that you know he's he's like, not santa <laughs>
2: no normal person could fit up this chimney like <laughs> that yeah. was that was magic that was not
0: yeah that's a sentence for later <laughs> yeah and oh i forgot to bring up they have the christmas bag and gingerbread keeps pulling things out of it and he's like it's empty but presents keeps coming out of it he's like oh it's a trick bag he's like motherfucker look it's It's a bag.
2: There's no way all of these presents, this giant mountain of presents, came out of this empty bag. What the fuck?
0: And Scrooge throws the bag into the fire. And it's, man, Santa's, like, emotions when the bag is burning, he's like, those were kids, what, dreams? Kids' wishes and dreams. And he was fucking pissed about it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, he does care about his job. immediately
2: fucked everyone up.
0: Yeah. So it's like, it's funny, He, he doesn't care, but I think it's more of the kids don't care. It makes him not care. But he he's very upset that his bag got burnt and he's like well those are for the good kids yeah what about the good kids man so <laughs> at this point he he scoots off and scrooge is pissed off he's like he called him what a gopher i don't remember i think he said gopher and it's, i guess that's some code word or some military term like something that keeps popping up doing fucking up stuff so gertrude lets it be known that she has a private kill squad and apparently when Her dad got kidnapped back in the day or something. Her brother. Her brother. The dad had the squad come out and find a kid. And then those people disappeared.
2: The kidnappers were never found.
0: So they got chopped up in pieces, probably. Mm -hmm. And so Gertrude's like, when that kill squad gets here, they're going to fuck you up.
2: (laughs) But of course,
0: yeah, he already
2: knows all about the kill squad. And he's like, I'm not worried. Like, I already know when they're coming and where they're coming from. Like, I know everything about you, lady. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Yep, yep. And then we find out that the Kill Squad, they're in cahoots with Scrooge. So it's just like Die Hard 2, when the dad from Good Times was in cahoots with the Grim Reaper from the second Bill and Ted movie. I couldn't remember his real name. That's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Bill, sadley that's his name. But the dad from Good Times, he was the bad guy in that movie. So (laughs) he was beating the shit out of John McClane so we see that gertrude and scrooge and commander thorpe they head down to the vault because the techie gets it open and so they're they're so pumped to see it when it opens and then we see that it is i don't know 99 percent empty there's money on the ground so i guess when you're stealing money really fast you have to leave a little bit of remnants on the ground
2: to show that there used to be money there yeah
0: yeah right Like, me and Greg are just stealing money, and I, like, stop and just throw a $100 bill behind (laughs) it. They have to know we stole it all. (laughs) So, at this point, Scrooge is super-duper pissed because he had a sweet-ass plan, and someone beat him to the punch. And he's very pissed, and he's threatening everybody's life to tell him where the money went. And so, he's about to kill Linda, and Jason finally confesses that he stole the money. And so that card makes a little more sense because he was going to steal all the money and tell his mom, go fuck yourself. I'm out. And you'll never see me and my family again. (laughs) And so Gertrude actually like forgives him. She's like, that's like the rite of passage. Being a lightstone, you kind of got to screw over your family. It's very much like a McMahon thing too, because Vince's children habitually screwed him over and he screwed them over too. Uh, He kidnapped his own daughter to screw over, like, Steve Austin back in the day. Like, he was the the higher authority or higher power, which is really dumb because he got beat up by people to make it look like he wasn't.
2: Vince wrote in a fucking thing where his daughter got drugged and married in a drive-thru, so. (laughs) (laughs) Vince wins the award for world's worst dad. Like, fuck that guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're Triple H. Goddamn right I am. (laughs) So they head outside and we see that the nativity scene is chock full of money 300 million worth i was like holy shit that's awesome so i don't know how he's gonna get it from the nativity scene i guess they would leave in the middle of the night
2: i think they were just gonna slowly come back and get it oh he was gonna come back over time and grab it over the next like day or so
0: yeah i'm just thinking yeah the nativity scene when they got picked up that fast but If he could just roll a car up there real quick, he just put the, I don't know, 15 bags (laughs) into the back of that car into the Durango and just scoot off. And Gertrude actually chooses Jason as her heir. So the whole movie, Alva and Jason didn't want to be involved with the family, but Alva wanted to be the next one in charge because he's like, well, mom is getting old. She's going to pick one of us and I want to do it. Jason's like, whatever, I don't care. He gets the job that he doesn't want. Hooray. So at this point, Santa, he scoots back into his shed and he's fucked up and it seems like his faith it like waxes and wanes at points but he seems to be doing all right at this point and he's talking to trudy a little bit more and he takes his ring off because he's talking about his marriage and then the ring rolls off and it leads him to a sledgehammer. and earlier santa claus talks about his hammer that he lost it was skull crusher skull crusher and so he's like man that was a sweet ass hammer and now He's got himself a new one. Scrooge tells the kill squad there is a gopher on the premises and he's dressed like Santa Claus. I need you guys to put holes in him. They're like, oh, okay. (laughs) And they go into the shed and boy fucking howdy, they get their asses kicked by this Santa Claus. He's smushing heads in, cutting people's heads off, strangling people out with tinsel. It's legit. This is a really cool fight scene. He like drags people into a like, like a mulcher or like a snow plow situation and, mm-hmm. and they get like mushed up so they're, they're fucking up so gingerbread and candy cane they go chase trudy and they find her in the attic and-, and
2: santa claus has given her permission to home alone them already
0: so she has got it set up and it's legit traps from home alone but she does the good way of setting traps so you don't just set one trap you set one trap to the side and have the next trap a little further up so they see the obvious one they ignore the real one So she has like this nail on the ladder and he's like, the nail on the ladder, I got this. He doesn't see that one of the steps is cut all the way through. So he puts his weight on it and his jaw, the bottom of his jaw goes into the nail. And boy, howdy, he's pissed. Candy Cane kind of climbs over him and she goes up and Trudy drops like bowling balls off. And so he gets off the nail, gets a nail in his head. And falls into this bed of nails. So Trudy kills Gingerbread. She fucks him up proper. And Candy Cane finally traps Trudy in a corner. But not after taking this the stickiest glue you'll ever fall into. And gets like a chunk of her hair ripped out. Mm-hmm. And so and a tr-
2: bunch of bowling. She had took like a bowling ball to the head oh, already. Yeah.
0: So Trudy shoots like a tennis ball at her. And she's like whatever. And shoots like something a little bit bigger. And she takes like a fucking at least 20 pound weight and launches it at candy cane's like fucking face and just like destroys her Mm -hmm. and so candy cane's pissed off and pulls out a pistola the one thing a kid doesn't have and then santa claus hits her with this sledgehammer and she flies across the room so i was like that had to fucking hurt and santa tells trudy to turn around and sing a christmas song while he talks to candy cane real quick and he probably mushes her face in (laughs) So Scrooge, he gives the order that all the hostages need to get fucking lit up. He's like, I don't care about any of these people. Santa comes down to the living room and Linda, Alva, and Bert, they actually kill Krampus. And he was like the crazy henchman. And they like, fuck him up really good. Mm -hmm. So he, he got caught off guard real quick and they bust him up. Scrooge and Thorpe, they run off in the woods on snowmobiles with the money. And they grab Gertrude as a hostage,
2: I guess. Yeah.
0: And so Santa is chasing him down and he uses like, I don't know, this sleigh or sled and he crashes into one of them. It's now he's using the snowmobile and Gertrude gets thrown off of the snowmobile and Thorpe hits this log really hard. So he's out. And so we get the final fight. So it's Scrooge versus Santa and they are absolutely scrapping. While this is happening, Linda and Jason, they fight one of the last mercenaries And, like, Linda actually kills the last one with a icicle to the throat. And then Trudy sees her parents reunite with a kiss. Hooray! Her Christmas wish was granted. Hooray! Mm -hmm. And so Scrooge is standing in front of Santa while he's on a snowmobile. And Santa goes full speed at him and dives out the way. And he hits this, like, tree stump.
2: Tree stump, yeah.
0: And he flies off and lands into this, like, dilapidated cabin. That's
2: the second time we've seen someone on a snowmobile just eat shit off a tree
0: stump. It fucking hurts. In, like, a
2: week. That was, like, (laughs) four days ago.
0: Yeah. So, as Scrooge is walking in, he sees that Santa has this little list, this little scroll, and when it opens up, whoever's around, I guess it's a vicinity situation, Mm -hmm. it'll tell you who's naughty or nice around. He opens it, and he sees his own name, and he's on the naughty list, and he finally finally believes that this is fucking Santa Claus. And he's like, well, you never gave me what I wanted. and You kind of ruined my life. So now I'm going kill you and I'm going to end Christmas. And so they start scrapping. And for some reason, Santa doesn't have the right boots that can deal with ice.
2: Which makes no fucking sense. Yeah.
0: He's on rooftops. Like he should have the best shoes. He
2: also lives in the North Pole. Like there's no way he is not very familiar with walking on ice. Plus he's
0: magic. So yeah. he should be really good at ice, but scrooge has these cool little like stabby parts in his shoes and they start fighting and so scrooge stabs one of santa's hands into this like hearth of a fireplace and he's about to kill his ass and then santa grabs him in close and taps his nose and they head up the chimney and earlier they talked about that no human body can go up a chimney the way that that body did And he's absolutely fucking true because Scrooge gets absolutely crushed and ripped apart as he comes out of the other end of the chimney. Hooray, Santa won. This movie's about to end. Oh, shit. Santa takes six shots to the chest and goes down. He's like, ow. (laughs) So Thorpe, the one that got hit by the log, he ain't dead. And Gertrude kills him. Hooray, all the bad guys are dead. So Santa's on the ground. He's like, I'm cold i never feel cold they're like oh he's for real dying right now jason grabs some of the money and like throws it into a fire to make the fire bigger he don't give a fuck about the money that's what the wife kind of needed so and santa dies and trudy still says even though he's gone i still believe in santa and her whole family they all say that they believe in santa how could you not the motherfucker's right there and he comes back to life Hooray! So I guess in Fat Man, he didn't need belief. He just was magic. Mm -hmm. But apparently this Santa could have for real died if no one believed in him long enough. So I was like, fuck, that's weird. And then he admits that, like, he doesn't understand how this magic shit works, but thank you. Thank you for believing in me. (laughs) And his reindeer returned. Hooray! And the reason they ran off, besides the bullets almost hitting him, they went back home real quick to grab his backup Christmas bag. So he has a new bag with presents. And then Mrs. Claus sends him a letter and says, I thought you might need this. And she packed skull crusher. So he's got his legit hammer and he's pumped. So I really hope we get to see Mrs. Claus. And so he flies off to finish delivering gifts. I don't know how long time-wise this whole situation was. I assume maybe like 3 hours of their lives. Was this hostage situation? Maybe. Cuz it was still nighttime. It wasn't like, I don't know, it might have been early i don't know time periods but i assume it was like three four hours maybe so mrs claus david harbour said he would love to have charlize theron be mrs claus because she's done a few action movies so she's down with doing her own stunts and fighting so that'd be really fucking cool and plus he probably wants to kiss her (laughs) so you know that's like me it's like she would be good he's like my wife oh that's from desperado oh Salma Hayek would be my wife
2: oh really not Alexandra Daddario or Uma Thurman
0: one of my wives (laughs) (laughs) big love part two (laughs) so Katie who is your favorite character in Violent Night
2: that would be the little girl Trudy Lightstone She was the whole reason that this movie was able to complete the way that it did because her belief in Santa like kept him going from the many times that he was like I can't fucking handle this there's too many mercenaries and shit is too wild like I'm trying to leave. Trudy would just like give him a pep talk or ask him a question about his past and remind him of how special Christmas is and being Santa is and the children are and she was the best. Plus, her whole scene in the attic uh, with the bad guys was just fucking phenomenal. Like, that is how 2022 Home Alone would look. Be graphic. Be graphic as fuck
1: greg uh tough call on this one because even the unlikable characters or at least as far as you know if you were to plant yourself in the film are pretty likable performance wise um let's see definitely some honorable mentions gotta go out here honorable mention to edie patterson is Alva. i love edie patterson yeah she does
0: everything she does righteous gemstones
1: yes And uh, Knives Out as well. Wasn't Knives Out? Just does a great job of making you feel awkward with the comments. She (laughs) says she has great delivery. I first saw her in uh, Vice Principals, actually. That's one to check out. Let's see. Also got to throw out an honorable mention to the connection between Trudy and Santa, specifically through the walkie-talkies. Yep. Love that Die Hard recall right there. And those two actually in Die Hard were actually my favorite characters, as I recall, as a duo and the friendship they developed just through communication without even seeing each other until the very end of the film. Got to give an honorable mention to Krampus as well, because he was just taking so much joy in all this evil and being... Well, <laughs> to talk with it, especially with the whole, you know what, before I kill you all, let's go ahead and open these presents. Yeah, let's just, let's make a whole ordeal. He's, he's a psychopath, sociopath, and all the above, so... But my favorite was actually Son-in-Law, wannabe action star... Cam Giganet is his real name? As Morgan Steele. God. (laughs) (laughs) Typically, this would be a character that I dislike. But his commitment to believing, or at least pretending, that he's actually in a real-life action film, despite everything falling apart around him, and despite the fact that he could very possibly die. Oh, and he does die. The commitment is just hilarious to me. The really small things that show that he thinks he's in an action film or wants to at least play as if he is, like, they run off somewhere. And he does this quick little slide on the couch, as if like when people slide on cars, as if that was ever going to accomplish anything, which it clearly did not. Completely pointless. Or where he verbally yells out "parkour" when he jumps off of something. Little stuff like that, to where he just—he's a complete moron, but he's just so one
0: hundred percent committed to being a moron. I love it so much. So I'm going with Santa Claus. Now I love David Harbour in almost all of his films, like Hopper. I needed more of it. And the whole prison angle with the last season, it was pretty good.
1: I haven't seen it yet. Don't spoil it, even though I'm never going to watch it.
0: Well, it was a prison. So I'm sad that he he didn't get a fair chance with his Hellboy. But when I like saw like the images of it, I was like, that don't look right. And his voice, I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> and everybody else <laughs> in the world did not like it. So
2: He was good in Black Widow, though.
0: Yeah, nice Russian super dad. That was actually pretty funny. Yeah, that was a funny film. a funny film yeah but santa claus he was amazing like i said he was disillusioned and then little by little that little meter just like a getting ready for a special in street fighter his little meter was filling up with christmas belief and inner belief in himself and he got stupid strong toward the end of this movie he was just about unstoppable but still like worn out because he lost a lot of blood he's been running on alcohol and cookies for like a couple of hours so i mean his health probably ain't the best i guess i don't know But he was amazing in this. So, Katie, who was your least favorite character?
2: Sorry, Greg, but my least favorite was Alva Lightstone. The actress did a great job, but her character, like, she was so obnoxious.
1: Yes, and she does it so well.
2: (laughs) She did it really well. The actress did really well. Like, no hate to Edie Patterson at all. She did fucking great, but the character of Alva was the worst person in this movie (laughs) because she was just greedy as fuck and a super bitch. And I like couldn't handle it.
1: Uh, Greg. (laughs) I got to give that to uh, Gertrude. To me, she's the blame for everyone being so awful. She has created these monsters, particularly in her son and daughter, but just it, it's, it, I feel like it's a trickle down effect of the matriarch of the family. She's awful and has in turn made everyone else awful that is connected to her in this family tree. She's the seed that leads to a rotten tree.
0: Yep. <laughs> So, my least favorite character, and I enjoy villains in this, but like it's funny, the main villain of this movie, I didn't really like Scrooge that much, honestly. And as a performer, or as a character, the, the character, oh, I, I love the actor. He's amazing. He's one of the funniest people ever. I think he played it just a little too serious. Everybody else around him were funnier than him. So he was supposed to be the serious bad guy, and everybody else was like, that's fucking Santa, and they were freaking out. And I thought that was a funny angle, but he played it until the end of the movie, and he was finally like, holy shit, you're Santa. But I thought Gertrude was a better villain than him, and she was just mean, but it made me sad. I didn't think he was all that great, really. Yeah, but he, he played the straight villain, and you know, it's just, it's funny. Hans in Die Hard was still charismatic and funny, would do jokes and stuff, but... I don't know. They, I guess they didn't want him to play like a Hans where he said his own little silly things. He did crack out jokes and stuff. It just, I don't know. It made me sad because I thought he was going to be a lot funnier. At times it came off kind of forced and unfitting for sure. Yeah. it just, I don't know. Maybe they wrote the jokes for him and they didn't let him like come up with his own stuff because he absolutely could crack out jokes real quick by himself. So
2: the problem is John Leguizamo is too funny. Oh yeah. He's not like... <laughs> He's not good, I think, at serious funny. He's good at he's good at being serious, and he's good at being really, really like stupid funny. But I think if he just if they told him just to crack out jokes, I think it'd be too like silly yeah, funny. I could see that for what they were going for in the film.
0: Yeah. So yeah, but I went with Scrooge. It could have been better. So let's do seven word synopsis. Uh I only have one. I should have wrote it down, but I got it in my brains. Santa and that hammer doing God's work. He destroyed people with this hammer and you would think a hammer is like a like a not viable weapon but he was like using the ends of it kicking it swinging it around it was legit man like it was really cool to see
2: yeah the very thor situation but more like thor with stormbreaker because this is a big ass hammer like a long ass hammer okay depressed santa regains spirit by murdering mercenaries (laughs) and then trudy home alone the fuck out of them and my last one Hopper and Luigi fight each other on Christmas. <laughs> Greg,
1: I have two. John Claude Van Dipshit just ditched us. <laughs> he sure did run off.
2: That was a fantastic line.
1: Yep. One of the best lines by far. Santa, Whelan, and Dealing Mortal Kombat fatalities. Yep. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> Finish them.
0: <laughs> so this film came out in America, not in New York. December 2nd of this year. It's it's a little baby movie. Mm-hmm. You can't walk. It you needs, you needs milk. So, what do you guys think the budget for Violent Night was, Katie?
2: But not skim milk. Yeah. 20 million.
0: Greg. And I'll be here. Uh, uh, 21 million. <laughs> on any given Sunday, Greg, that bet would have won. But Katie hit it right on the head. <laughs> Sweet. So 20 million dollars. So this film hasn't been out super long, so keep that in mind with your numbers. But what do you guys think the box office as of December 25th is, Katie?
2: 40 million dollars.
0: 40 million. Greggy? I'm
1: gonna double down and I'm uh... wait, what
0: was your bid?
1: I said 40 million, 40 million and one cent
0: <laughs> 40.001. So Greg wins. The box office as of now is fifty nine point two million dollars. Woo! So it's made its money, doubled it, almost tripled it, and probably by the end of this year, it'll have passed sixty million. Oh, for sure, which is awesome. I'm... Oh,
2: for sure. I know a bunch of people who just finished work for the season, like have a couple of weeks off, and they're like, "I'm gonna go
0: see Violet Night. Like, I can't wait." And it's funny. I think it dropped at the Best time it could. There wasn't that much like competition. The biggest thing that was kind of kept it in second place was Wakanda Forever. But that was probably keeping a lot of things in second place. Yep. Or third place. So it's it's a Christmas movie. It's an action Christmas movie. And it was great. Yeah. So I'm very happy. That this movie did good because the writers and director, they talked about it. And like I said, David Harbour, he says he would love to see Charlize Theron as Mrs. Claus. And the director, he says that there's discussions between him and the writers. And he has ideas for Mrs. Claus, the North Pole, and the elves working into the story. So I think we'll see the North Pole and maybe the North Pole gets attacked you know like in fat man people know he's he's real and maybe he's got enemies out there obviously he's throwing up and pissing in people's houses all the time maybe he's screwed over the right people maybe some mob persons like i want him i want that place there's so many different situations they could work on and then we get to see him and his wife and the elves i like to think these elves probably like to fight too because santa fights and they might be vikings too they're probably old as hell they're probably norwegian like little elf ninjas or something so
2: i would love to see sandra bullock or yeah, that'd be cool like um regina king
0: that'd be sweet need somebody that's been in some action movies that can fight i mean you can get that's anybody regina king yeah you can get anybody to be good at fighting but it's cool if you get somebody that's been in action movies and they understand what Goes works yeah you mean Viola
2: Davis? She was just in The Woman King.
0: You're right, and she was buff as hell. Yeah. So hopefully she still got them buff muscles. <laughs> but no, I I think it'd be really fun to see a Mrs. Claus because she's probably worse than him. Uh, because it, it <gasps> Michelle Yo Dabby be legit because it's something about your wife when it's like, huh? The reindeer came back. There's a bullet hole in his sleigh. I'm gonna give him his hammer just in case. <laughs> you know, our baby she can feel that he's in in peril. We don't know yeah so i'm curious how that works because she just like brought the hammer just in case he's like uh you you might be in some shit he's your favorite weapon just in case well
1: the reindeer didn't show up without him so
0: yeah so there probably some issue there so I'm, plus
2: it seemed like santa could communicate with the reindeer and like there was rapport there like he oh, he yeah. was talking to them so i'm assuming he can understand them which means mrs claus can probably also understand them yeah. so they probably were like santa's in some shit
0: yeah santa, <laughs> santa got shot at and we ran and we off we
2: left <laughs> the roof got shot and we left
0: yeah i'm not gonna lie we ran off so he seems to be in trouble you should probably give him his hammer (laughs) then they came back so does anybody have anything else to say about violent night this movie is so good
1: it is probably time better spent than avatar and i want if they can keep upping the ante on the violence then please give me a whole franchise of this
0: yeah i would love that
2: as long as david harbour is down i'm down that, this is fantastic, and
0: it's funny. Th- this is a world where one avatar of a holiday is real, they could go with the whole there are other avatars, and maybe he has to help someone else out. But that's that's kind of getting real crazy with it. Like him and the spirit of Hanukkah start swinging on people, the spirit of Kwanzaa, it's Michael J. White, <laughs> and they just start swinging together. That would actually be legit. I oh, would be
2: like, <laughs> uh, what Rise of the Guardians,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh man, but
2: like actually, for adults, yeah. <laughs>
0: I would love to see Michael J. White in a daishiki just swinging on people.
2: I want to see like The Rock as the Easter Bunny just fucking <laughs> everybody's day up. Just a buff ass Easter Bunny. Yeah,
0: Easter Bunny is like the worst one because it's so unassuming. So it has to get buff. and
2: Everyone's like, like I'm cute and cuddly, bitch. You thought. Yeah,
0: <laughs> But there's so many avenues they can go with. But I feel the next one's probably going to be, I, I'm thinking it's the same night. It's him coming back from Christmas and then there's an issue at the North Pole that he has to deal with. The whole family has to deal with. So I'm betting- someone, Or over the
2: course of the next year, yeah.
0: Yeah, some, but I'm betting someone or a group is rolling up because they found the North Pole and they're trying to kill him. It's Like it's, Fat Man. Yeah, so it's very much a siege situation where they, they're locking it down. They're like, we just got to make it through the night. I Like I said, I would love more of this world because it's really fucking cool. So-
2: If you have questions, comments, or suggestions on what we should watch next year- You can hit us up on Twitter at AllentownPod, on Facebook at Allentown Presents, or send us an email at AllentownPresents at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to the 25th and final episode of our annual Christmas Movie Countdown. We will be back again in the new year with more reviews from our Spotlight series, our Spooky Movie Squad, and 20 Minutes at the Bar. See you then.
1: Bye!
0: Merry Christmas, you melon farmers.
2: Merry Christmas, you filthy animals.
1: Santa Claus is on his way. Christmas And I was like,